0: Hi, everybody. This is Michelle.
1: And this is John. And we're from the Video Game Outsiders. We've been podcasting since 2005. We've also been doing Warcraft Outsiders for a long time, but we've been releasing it as premium content on our app.
0: So we recently decided to share some of that Warcraft stuff with you guys, so we hope you enjoy. And if you want to find out more, you can head to videogameoutsiders.com. You can get our app on iOS and Android. And you can find us on Twitter at CoastalMichelle and at BlackDog7. All right,
1: guys. Enjoy the show. Citizens of Dalaran. Raise your eyes to the skies and observe.
0: Come, heroes, through the portal.
1: Knowledge is power.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Warcraft Outsiders. We are doing a class a week, and this week it is Mage.
1: It is Mage, Michelle. You know, I look at the definition of Mage. Oh, here you know what we know. it is?
0: What is it's it? It's a ma-
1: magician or a learned person.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: That and is the th- definition of a mage.
0: Well, mages are very into knowledge and learning. They have a whole city dedicated to that. They have Kieran Tor and Dalaran. And yes, John, they do like to study. But let's talk about what mages mean in WoW. Maybe not what a mage means IRL. You want to you want to do that? Well,
1: I mean, mages are spellcasters who favor magics. Now, it's important to note here, okay. when we talk about the word magic, not magic with a C, but magic with a K, okay, you a Wiccan. Uh, well, it, it's important to note this because the okay. word magic with a C is actually like performance magic, a Houdini, yeah. okay?
0: Yeah, Whereas that seems more a, rogue-like to me, like a guy with yeah. cards and like a dove. It just seems <laughs> yes. more like the rogue class. And
1: with a K in the context of Aleister Crowley's uh, Thelema is a term used to show and differentiate the occult. From performance magic. Now, what are
0: you reading right now? Wikipedia. And it's defined
1: as the science and art of causing change to occur in conformity with will.
0: Okay, that's great. So we're gonna talk about mages in Warcraft, some specs, some lore. Well no, Warcraft mages.
1: does do magic with a K, not with a C, when talking about a mage. So it was important oh, to point that out. I okay? see, thank
0: you. I'm sure we have a lot yes. of people listening who that's the one thing they wanted to know about mages was how to spell their magic, which yes. is great. They're Listen, learning. we're
1: going we're going deep into this, okay? This okay. is what we do here on these uh
0: I didn't know that. But before we jump into mages, like they're ranged.
1: They're damage dealers. Oh my God. Okay, that's great. These masters of elemental fire and cold have studied uh, the arcane art. Have studied the arcane arts for years. Speaking of learning, do you want to learn how to read? To what the fuck? Are no, you doing there's those? a typo here. It says studies. It it, it should say studied. Okay. It says, these Masters of elementary Fire, and Cold have studies the arcane arts for years. It should, And that's studied.
0: the WoW companion book or whatever has titles yes, in it.
1: Yes, it does. <laughs> that Dedicating themselves to the destruction of their enemies and the number of AOE spells available to this class is daunting by itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, join the ranks of the Mystic Elite if you want to dish out the damage and run like mad if it's not enough. That well, I'm is, like mad. That's what it says. I mean,
0: like, <laughs> <mage>. blink away. <laughs> what? <laughs> never heard it. Like, oh, that mage is quite the runner. Yeah, I guess. Well, we did both play mages this week. We had a little bit of a different way we tackled it. I know you have some strong feelings about the starting area that we chose this week, too. But I kind of put my main aside this week. I didn't play my priest. I did have this goal to get my mage that I had sitting there that was 117. I wanted to get them to 120. So that's what I did. And I kind of like that we're doing this. It gives me an excuse to play all of these alts I've had sitting around at random levels and just to kind of cap them out or maybe you know take another look at them. And so mages were always a class I was sort of secretly jealous on because my warlock used to be my main and I liked the fact that they could do so much damage and I felt like so much damage at once you know big numbers this was back in the day with warlocks I used to play affliction you know in burning crusade and I kind of was always jealous when I would see a mage just like one shot something or two shot something or sheep something and so but I never wanted to play one they were kind of like you were either a warlock or a mage in my mind. And I Mm -hmm. had sided with the Warlocks. So, you know, a little bit later, I decided to try Mages. And I'm glad that I got this one to 120 because I had a lot of fun with the fire spec. And there's just a lot of damage going out. And I love that you can cast while you're moving with Scorch and, like, an instant Pyro, which is, like, a huge damage burst. And AoE, Living Bomb... I, I just went, like, full AoE, like, crap. Like, I took Phoenix Flames and Flame Strike and Meteors going off. And, like, I've got all this yeah, shit and happening. See, you
1: know, what? I did Frost, and I'm wondering if I want to try to fire. That sounds fun. Well,
0: Frost <laughs> is a better leveling spec. I mean, I didn't really mind, yeah. like, in higher levels. But, I mean, Frost, with that Frost pet and stuff, I think that's probably a safer choice. But mm-hmm. fire is just a lot of fun because I've never been able to do this much AOE damage before. Like I said, like I play a dis Priest and I play like an Affliction Lock. So like putting out Seeds of Corruption, all that crap, like that was never fun. Like a fire mage is fun. And I'm one of those people that's like ADD when I play. I'm jumping, I'm moving. I don't like classes that have to stand still a lot to cast. And that was always my concern with mages too, which is why I like the instant dotting of a warlock. But with a fire mage, you have enough instants and things you can proc and kind of casting while moving where you don't feel like you're just standing still. It's really fun. I think it's the most fun mage spec right now, at least at the end of BFA for me. And so, yeah, I got them to 120, and it's like, you know what? I don't even care about 120 right now. I kind of feel like it's a great time to level, and this is a really good time to be doing this, not only the 100% experience buff, but on top of that with your heirlooms. like It goes so fast that it's just a great leveling time, so I kind of am looking forward to leveling characters now more than just like being on my main and being like, oh, let me try to level my cloak and horrific vision and get enough corruption stuff. I'm so bored with that. You know, I know the pre-patch is coming. I know we're going to be getting gear that way. And I know they're going to wipe it all when Shadowlands comes out. So it's like, you know, until then, I'm just enjoying like this exploring all the classes that even though i know a lot about them and i've played all of them it's like you know i've never had a 120 mage before so this is still new to me and i think mages are very technical and i want to kind of get into that later when we talk about pvp and so people just think like oh are they a class for glass cannons like no they're not just glass cannons they are super super tactical that's what i like about them a really good mage has a high skill cap. Like I used to PVP with Zaryu, who actually went on to be like a very popular WoW PVP streamer. And I used to tell him, I was like, you are the best mage I've ever played with. And he could control the arena. Like it was amazing to me. Like, and mages to me are about control. It's not just crowd control because yes, sheep is powerful, but it's about locking people the fuck down. And like, I remember just doing two V2s. Like it wouldn't matter what was happening to me. He could almost solo the other two people. And, like mages are really cool. Like they have an answer to everything. And so yes, you know, warriors, like the, they say they're squishy and melee and this and that but the idea as a mage is not to get hit it's to blink away it's to you know wear your shields it's to do whatever you can do to lock people down to slow them to keep them away from you you don't want to get hit but like if you're a really good mage and like if you want to do a mage in pvp i think you need to be good at the game like you can tell the difference between a shitty mage and a good mage like pretty quickly because you have to be able to be able to target different things quickly and counterspell and lock this person sheep that person and Like, there's just a lot going on. So, that's why if there's a really good mage, like, you know that they can control that whole situation. So, I don't know. I like the class, but my heart is still with priests and warlocks, you know? I just, I'm just not, I don't feel like the class is really my thing and my play style. But, like I said, I really recommend trying fire. It was a lot of fun. So, you had a different experience. You had a frustrating experience because you chose to roll a (laughs) goblin, right?
1: Yeah, I did, and and uh, so I've never done the Goblin starting area, okay? Yeah. And it was one of the most fucking annoying things. <laughs> like times in wow in, in my life, like I I just literally at first I was like amused by. It. I'm like, oh, this is funny how they're doing all this goofy stuff, you know? Right? Because like the Goblin starting area, it's like a fucking carnival. I mean, it's like it's like lunacy, right? Like everything is just out of control, and mm-hmm. there's all these gadgets and like, like roller coasters and and cars and roads and, and weird music. And, yeah, and-, and the music is fucking like like at first you're like oh this is so stupid and and at first I'm like oh wow this is I I really I'm like hey you know hats off to you guys for having the balls to do something so different right Mm -hmm. but then (laughs) but the thing is the quest just kept getting just so stupid over and over and over like they never like let up on the on the stupidity with the quest every quest is a gimmick okay and like it's you know you have to Put some jetpack on, or Mm -hmm. go on some cart ride, or it's like it's like you never use your actual abilities. You're always using the fucking thing the goblin gives you. You know, which is why
0: leveling in classic was more fun—not just the talent points, but because you felt like your fucking class. You go out there in the open world and you're killing shit. And with the yeah. goblin starting, it's a perfect example of them trying to be too cute. You know, what? Hey, let's yes. use this vehicle mechanic and retrofit it onto this, and everything. It's like, can right. I just be a mage?
1: It was, and the thing is, I never really felt like I was a mage until mm-hmm. I got off that fucking goddamn island. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 here's the thing: you can't get off the fucking island. Like, I, I got to level fifteen, <laughs> and we're yeah. like, oh my god, we can. You and I were going to do a dungeon, yeah. right? I'm like, I'm at fifteen. Let's do a dungeon. Nope, can't leave. What? And then the thing is, it's like you unlock Dungeon Finder, you unlock this, you unlock that, right? And then, but we can't do it, because you have to finish the entire quest line, you know, there's 125 fucking quests in there. You have to do all of them, right? And you got to like
0: 22 before you could leave the island, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. And the thing is, like, Like and and then and then they give you like this teleport to Orgamart, right? And I'm like, Oh great, I must be able to do stuff now. Nope, still locked out, right? Even though I can go there, I can't go anywhere else, I can't go to the dungeons, I can't use the dungeon finder, I can't do anything.
0: That's such bad design that it hasn't been updated. (laughs) That's so bad
1: it's just strange I know they did this with the worgen too right you were locked in yeah. there um, so I, I don't know I hope they don't ever do that again because it was super annoying because we really wanted to just get to 15 and try a dungeon I mean at the end of the day it's fine I, I'm glad I did all of it it took like six and a half hours almost for me to fucking do all that mm. And but I was just getting so annoyed like I just wanted it to be fucking over you know and, and, and the area I, I just I didn't like it I, I started to seriously resent everything about being a goblin and i will never be a goblin again mm-hmm. if you play as a goblin i don't know what the fuck's wrong with you mm-hmm. you know I, I don't like it
0: <laughs> do you want to talk a little bit about the mage at all like just the frost spec and the patch? But, but okay
1: so the the frost spec is what i did and again i didn't really fully i ever feel like a mage until we started doing those dungeons once i got out of there right because like yeah. i never got to really exercise the spells and try them out and, and but uh like I mean, basically, the big thing with the frost is you're kind of just, like, holding the, the, the bad guys down and then, and then hitting them with stuff, right? So that's, like, the big mechanic, right? And, and Yeah, icing using, people
0: in place, and then Iceland to yes. do more damage against frozen targets, which is an instant. And so you kind of really want to keep people slowed and locked down. And, and you still don't have a lot of your spells left, you know, yet, no, obviously. No, I don't.
1: Yeah. No, I have hardly any of them, really, right, in the big grand scheme of things. Uh, I have, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, six of them. And there's mm-hmm. like fifteen or something, so yeah, there's a lot more to to get. So, but I mean, I I like the spells. I like the whole mechanic of of holding the the, the people in the ice and then hitting them with the shit uh, with the frost bolt and all that. Um, I, I I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, it did remind me a little bit of the warlock with just more kind of like crowd control stuff built into it, though. Like you know, holding really? everybody and. You didn't think so? Well, no. I mean, being able to freeze everybody, you know, in a big group well, Warlocks, together. He played
0: Affliction. It's mostly a lot of yeah. quick dots damage over time, you know. It's just completely different. I mean, they're both casters, but I don't yeah. think they play I mean, a lot the same.
1: No, I mean, just as far as casting and standing back, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and then having your pet, you know. The mm-hmm. pet, I, I felt like, didn't really do a lot for me. Um,
0: he's just he another, like, Frost Nova. Like, he traps people in place. He probably didn't get that skill, but he's just good control. You know, yeah. it's like another way to trap people in place. Then you can blizzard them down. I mean, I like I said, I had that mage envy. I remember seeing mages just blizzarding down like a hundred people once. In yeah, a the warlock, blizzard's you know? the
1: star of the show. Like I like that. That's right. a lot. Yeah. Um, but but the but the the pet though, he's like he's not really pulling the, the baddies to him. The aggro, he's not doing no, it. No, he's all. not I, a
0: tank. He's not a tank. No.
1: Yeah, but I, I I kept thinking he's gonna act like my void walker, you know, and he's no. not at all.
0: No, yeah. no, no, no. He's, like, a water elemental, so he's going to be fragile and squishy, but he's just, like, slowing people and hitting them with right. little balls of water or ice.
1: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I definitely don't hate the class. I enjoyed it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we're trying all these things, and, and I'm, like, starting to get attached to some of them. Like, I, like I, you know, but I know we're yeah. going to go on to the next one. Yeah. Like, it'll be interesting once we do all of this and the dust settles. Like, I, I might go back to some of these and, and you know, just bring them to a higher level yeah you might want to use
0: your bump on one of them you might be like hey i'm not playing this guy i'm gonna bump this guy because i found my new main and that happens you know
1: right my thing is I yeah no go ahead what are you gonna say no i was gonna say but i don't i don't want to play as 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 a fucking goblin anymore though you're
0: never going back (laughs) to that starting area i I don't think that's ever happening again (laughs) So, we did you do anything else? I think I took you in um ICC Ice Crown Citadel cuz I was trying yeah, to get Yeah, that was awesome. Invincible. It's probably one of the cooler raids, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was pretty fun to do cuz I've never seen that before. <laughs> and uh it, it was just epic, I thought. You know, I know it's a little dated now, yes. but... Uh, the
0: Lich King looks really stupid running down the stairs. He looks like he, he has does. Knees, knee braces on or something. It's
1: like he's floating or something, the way he yeah. was running. It was very strange. <laughs> what? Yeah,
0: it, it was very weird. It's like they couldn't get it right, but it looked good for the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, But it was still cool, though, to see that whole end story and all that and how he died Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 you know, because that really ties in a lot to what's going on with the new expansion. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I experienced that with you. I wouldn't mind doing it again. It was just kind of fun. I know you're trying to get the mount.
2: Um, yeah,
0: I went in with like five or six different characters. Yeah, I was actually thinking about bumping another 120. Just, I was like, what would be the best class to go through there really fast? The funny thing is, like, my 117 mage was going through there faster than my 120 disc priest just because of blank and like speed and just, it, it do, they do so much damage. Like, I couldn't believe the damage they were doing in there compared mm-hmm. to like my healer, just even like an under geared 117. Like, so I can only imagine at max level. But yeah, we'll go back in at some point. We, we kind of talked about, obviously, Fire and Frost just a little bit, but we didn't talk about Arcane, which is often seen as, like, the misfit stepchild mm-hmm. <laughs> of...
1: So what exactly is expects. Arcane all about?
0: Well, back in the day, Arcane used to be about, like, having, like mana management and i think now it's become a little bit like they can do aoe and stuff but i think they're like good single target damage if you can get it right it's like great when it works but bad when it doesn't it has like a lot of ramp up and just kind of like the skill cap i think once again i don't know how highly used it is i've just heard that it's kind of a bit of like a gamble and so Mm -hmm. people don't generally use that right now i think i
1: see there's like (laughs) missiles and explosions and blasts and barrages
0: yeah, I, there it, was a time I liked them because you'd like mm-hmm. ramp up three spells and then you'd hit them with an instant and then you'd use arcane missiles. Like it was, it's kind of like a pretty, like the spells are really pretty and they had they have mm-hmm. an AOE, but it's just, it still hasn't, I don't think it's found like its place because it used to be about, like I said, like mana management and having more mana and things like that. I don't think they know what to do with it because fire and frost sort of make sense. You know, fire is I'm burning everything to the ground. There's going to be fire spreading, frost is I'm slowing you and all that. And right. But I don't um, feel like they know what to do with arcane. I don't know if they've really found like that point for it because it's all arcane magic at the end of the day but i don't know what they could do with the class to kind of make more people want to play it
1: yeah it doesn't seem as is just obvious like i don't know, like fire and frost like you say you just you just kind of get it and and it makes more sense
0: yeah, like I think Arcane used to, I don't know if it still does, it would like burn out all your mana and then you'd be good and you'd come back again, but then you'd sometimes you'd be sitting around with no mana for a while. Like it was just all about the mana management. I mean, I guess they'd get more people to play if it did like the most consistent damage and every mage would want to be arcane. So but you can't just tweak the numbers and hope that that's why people want to play your spec. I think it's great that mages have like if you're you want to be a caster and you don't know your playstyle, it's cool that a mage has like three different casting playstyles. So you get like these options to kind of play differently. So it's a good good kind of class to try if you think you like casting but you don't really know why or how like you get to play around with them but i don't think they've nailed it yet for arcane and i don't think you can just up the numbers like i said they need to figure out what's strong about arcane and maybe they'll take a second pass at that but um let's talk a little bit about mages and kind of what makes them special and all that i mean did you do you like being able to conjure food and conjure portals and travel all around
1: i did i used that food a lot (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that was another thing I had mage envy of when I was a warlock, and um, I always loved the fact that they could just create portals for everybody, and you could portal yourself to other cities. Like You don't care about your Hearthstone when you're a mage. like You can go anywhere at any time. You don't give a fuck. And you can make food, which is great food because it brings up your health and mana or energy, whatever it is, at the same time. And you can everybody wants it because you can make a mage table, so it's very, very handy. Yeah, I think that's dungeons. cool.
1: I like that a lot. And yeah. that really came in handy when I was soloing at the end of those fucking goblin quests Mm -hmm. uh, because there's some areas where if there's like fucking 10,000 zombies all around the place and uh, I was was constantly eating that food
0: yeah Um, because you're dependent on your mana still it's not like a warlock where you can just tap and drain back or something like mages are still dependent on their mana so they may have to stop and take little bites of food here and there as you're playing
1: you know mages love to bring damage to the table michelle (laughs)
0: Really? I would never expect that from a teammate. Whether to individual (laughs)
1: targets or entire groups using a massive amount of mana, this is a class with burst damage galore. Though you may think of yourself as a bit of a glass cannon, the truth is that mages can survive quite well as long as they temper their casting.
0: Yeah, you don't want to blow it off. Using spells at
1: the right time can make all the difference between unsurvivable (laughs) aggro and staying in the clear. Yes, (laughs)
0: but you can always go invisible and run away because mages like to run. That's what we learned from your Warcraft classic book, right? Mages like to run. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know about like, okay, so the most popular, the most famous, the most powerful mage. I mean... There's Antonidas, there's Ronan, there's Jaina. But I think what I find most interesting with mage lore is the three mages who were bound together by the weapon. I think it's pronounced Atiesh. And so it's Aguin, the mother of Medivh, whose former apprentice was Cadgar, and they all had that weapon. So my favorite mage is actually Medivh. I think I find Cadgar very annoying. You have seen him, and he sort of took people through a couple of different expansions, and he had quests, and he was just kind of like dopey in the movie, too. Like I didn't even like young Cadgar in that movie, in the Warcraft movie. But um, Medivh is the last guardian, the protector. He is the prophet that you see who tried to warn the Dalaran mages and Lordaeron about the incoming Scourge invasion. So I did find that kind of interesting. Like if you followed all Warcraft 3 lore and if you listen to the Arthas book or read the Arthas book, you know about him in that way because he warned like hey you guys got to take everybody to kalimdor you need to do this you need to do that and nobody was listening to him they all thought he was crazy and he, he's also like medivh is the cause of so much shit in world of warcraft and he actually confessed that before the battle of mount hygel he said
3: i am the reason for the legion's return years ago i brought the orcs into this world and by doing so I opened a path for the demons as well. For my sins, I was murdered by those who I cared most. Despite my death, war raged across the lands of the East for many long years, leaving entire kingdoms devastated its wake. Now, at long last, I have returned to set things right. I am the Deev, the last guardian. I tell you now, the only chance for this world is for you to unite in arms against the enemies of all who live.
0: So he felt all the shame for all these things he did. Now, in the movie, I was trying to figure out, because he was the one talking to Grona, was he her father? Was he sort of confessing, you know, I traveled to a different time and I met a beautiful orc woman and is he her father? So there's this interesting story, I think, with Medivh. And I like him as a character. Uh, I don't really like his character in the Warcraft movie, though. Like I said, I don't, that movie was a little off. But I think if you're interested in mage lore, you should probably start with just learning about that weapon and kind of how it tied together all three of those mages, because it's just an interesting story story and uh, you can see Medivh in a couple different forms in the game he's in the caverns of time and you can go see him and hopefully he makes a return in Shadowlands somehow I don't know maybe we'll run into him or some kind of echo of him or something like that because he's probably I think a a really interesting class are there any mages who stand out to you I'm pretty sure you're going to say Jaina
1: Jaina I don't know she's just cool I'm I'm looking here at this mage thing is there like a, a race that is like most known for for being a mage
0: I'm Is torn there- on this because I don't know much about like certain aspects of lore. Now I've heard that mm-hmm. like the most powerful mage might have been Ashara, who I think was a Highborn. What, you have to. It look says that here up. that
1: blood elves have a sign- significant mastery of the arcane.
0: Yeah, but the blood elves came later. For Maybe sake- it was the Highborn were the first mages. Goblins, High elf mages. I mean, if you're talking Lumeners. about people in the game now, yeah, <clears throat> blood elves are usually choices for magic. But I was thinking more like in lore. I I was pretty sure that she was, like, a very powerful mage. And they were the ones that first started with that. Yeah, I'm listening to the Wall of Eternity trilogy right now, and they're talking about how she was born with golden eyes, and then they were also talking about Illidan was born with golden eyes, so it means you're, like, destined for greatness. And, yeah, so I guess she was a highborn.
1: The mages of the Kirin Tor are the most adept and highly studied mages of Azeroth.
0: Yeah, well, that's a little bit later. So the Kirin Tor is—that's what's kind of interesting about mages, is they're sort of a neutral— faction in a way. The Kiran Tor is neutral. And so you will find them studying in the city of Dalaran and they don't really side with the Horde or the Alliance. They try to stay neutral. And there mm-hmm. aren't a lot of classes that kind of have that attitude. I mean, there's a few. And that's why the class hall stuff in, like, Legion was really interesting. Because they were, like, all neutral. So it was really weird. Like, in the Netherlight Temple, in the priest area, like, in mine, like, you'd see Horde and Alliance priest together. And they touched a little bit about that in uh, Battle for Azeroth prequel book, Before the Storm. But mages, I think, are still, like, the Kirin Tor Tortoise doesn't want to pick a side. They think knowledge is power for everybody.
1: It does say here the first known mages in history were the Highborn.
0: The Highborn, okay. So, yeah, that's what I was getting at.
1: Of the Kaldorei.
0: Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, Highborn, and I think they turned into Night Elves, and then Night Elves turned into High Elves, who then turned into Blood Elves, who turned into Void Elves. and Now there's this whole thing going on with Elves right now. Because everybody has wanted high elves in the game. So apparently you can look like a high elf now if you're a blood elf or if you're a void elf. So both Horde and Alliance are going to be able to look like a high elf in game. The hair might be a little weird on the void elf. So you're not going to be able to tell who's on the Alliance and Horde when you see a high elf looking character. And that's kind of what happens with the Pandaren. Who start off neutral and then pick a faction. So I don't know. I'm wondering if they're just trying to quiet the forum whiners and the RPers who wanna be high elves, or if they're sort of soft launching a way to kind of, I mean, look, the quest I just did that said, Oh, the war is over. Like there's no place for, you know, war and a war chief in a time of peace. Are they trying to remove some of this faction requirement stuff? Can we cross group over factions now? Can we maybe will the factions open up at some point and we get to choose our faction and our race won't be tied to it? There's something strange going on. Because I think, like, as they start, they used to be very obsessed with the character silhouette and you needing to be able to figure out, like, what faction somebody was on by their silhouette. But then with the mm-hmm. allied races, they started releasing things that looked like Alliance and Horde and things that looked like Horde and Alliance. And then the Pandaren, you know, we they look alike. And now we have high elves that are all looking alike. I don't know. I'm a little torn about it. Like, in on one hand, I kind of like knowing when something looks like a Horde character and something looks like an Alliance character. Like, there's, a, there's enough different things you could guys do where you don't have to make us all look alike. But on the other hand, like, you know, there are queue times for LFR. There's queue times for PvP. People are kind of tired of feeling, like, tied to this faction in some way. But it's so much a core of what is Warcraft that maybe it's just, like, an art kit thing. And that could be where it's just going to sit. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, I I don't want them to get rid of factions. Is that what you're, you're suggesting? Because we've said that before, right? Uh, Maybe you
0: can group cross faction, but faction still means something else. I don't know. Like, what what would your ideal thing be to keep that war going?
1: Yeah, I, I for sure. I feel like that needs to be there.
0: Yeah, I, 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 think I it would mean take that was. Away.
1: I mean, when I started playing the game forever ago, I mean that it was like a big dilemma. Do I want to be horde or yes. alliance? And to me, it really was my mind at the time a good and evil thing, you know and yeah. And the horde were like, you know, Orgamer and it was all these it was kinda like, you know, monstery and stuff. You know, this is a long time ago, you know, the mm-hmm. my my thought process, you know. And I like that. I think it should stay like that. Like I, I just I, I don't want them to make it so everything is just all kind of lumped together and it doesn't matter.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it would take away something that makes Warcraft Warcraft. But I feel like they've been trending in a direction to just remove barriers. You want to play with your friends? Party Sync, level squish. We'll get you down. Uh, You know what? You want to level anywhere? Okay, that's fine. We'll have the things level with you. They're removing all these barriers. That sort of I'm horde
1: my friends alliance. That's a problem. We can't do stuff together. But you know what? By
0: catering to that, they're ruining what made classic so cool. But I think, like, they need that if they want to change with the times. It's unfortunate. I think it's a double edged sword. I personally like the Horden Alliance, but I mean, if they want to keep wow popular and relevant, a lot of people, like, I I see people in our Discord, like, I want to try wow, but it just seems hard to get into. And I don't know what server to join or what faction to join. I'm so confused. I won't play. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to get people, like, they're trying to remove all of that. They want something like Destiny. You jump on, you roll a character, you get in. Now, to somebody like us, that doesn't appeal to me. Like, I mean, I would it matter,
1: though? Okay, so so let's say we're going to go do, do a dungeon together, right? Mm-hmm. And there's Horde and Alliance on the same team. Would it really matter? Because it's... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm well, Devil's I mean, Advocate I've done that away, in PvP. Right?
0: Like, you can join the other faction, and then you can get an instant queue. Because I'm Horde, and it takes forever to get in a fucking game. So I'm like, okay, I'll just be an Alliance. Then you go in there, and you, I feel dirty and wrong. Killing my brother and I don't I don't like it. But I think I'm a <laughs> PvPer. If you're a PvEer, you probably don't relate to that at all. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna get up to get together with some of the other faction and we're gonna take down this big boss. As a PvPer, mm-hmm. it feels wrong to me. But people, fa- I think it all started when they introduced faction changing, where you could pay to just change your faction. You know what? All bets are off at this point. Like now, you've taken away what it means to roll something. It's sort of why I liked college basketball better than professional basketball because nobody has any allegiance or ties to a team. These people just go, they trade themselves. You don't trade yourself. From a faction, and now that you can, and now that you can pay to be something else, what does it really mean? At this point, burn it to the ground because what does it matter? But I don't think they're going to do that because they love the fact that they're collecting a lot of money for those faction changes. Hey, we put a really cool racial in here; everybody's going to want this for the mythic race. Looks like this guild is going—you know, alliance. This time, they they collect a lot of money just from faction changes, and I kind of think that that was the beginning of the end for what it really meant to be a part of a faction.
1: Hmm.
0: All right, let's. Get I, the I've rest never of the done news. that.
1: I, I I don't know. I.
0: Oh, I've done it. My warlock has been every shade. She has been. (laughs) She has been a lot. She's been all over the place. Um, So they did release something that I was excited about until I read it. Now, it was called A Moment in Verse, and it was a new short story from the author of the upcoming novel, um, Shadows Rising, which is coming out in July, which is the prequel to the expansion Shadowlands. And this was something I was like, we're going to get a piece of lore. We're going to set up the pre-patch. This is so exciting. And it turned out, to me at least, it was just a shitty romance novel fan fiction piece about like um, this. I'm trying to explain to you, like the leader of the Blood Elves and the leader mm-hmm. of the Nightborn. And they were having this romantic moment. And then he gets called to Orgrimmar at the end. And I was like, okay, this, it's starting to get good. He's getting called to org, What's going to happen? We're going to get a big announcement. The Scourge isn't coming. Nope, it just ended. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, do you was care it about really, them? Was it, was it really fan fiction, or who who wrote this?
0: The woman Madeline Rue, who's writing okay. the Shadows Rising book, yeah. Okay. And, it, and so, I mean, it wasn't
1: true fan fiction. It was no, but that's
0: what it was written like. I gazed oh, into see. her eyes. Here's <laughs> poetry. Oh, we shared a drink. <laughs> like some people are loving this. I'm sure we have people listening that enjoyed this. You know what? Oh, you're, you're being a jerk. It's she just great.
1: squeezed his forearm through yeah. his cloak.
0: What is this?
1: And perhaps this- felt the tension that gripped him from head to foot. Right. That is not how I mean to go on.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. War has come again. Let your
1: worries drop away. (laughs) If only for these two days.
0: Yeah. What is That's going what it was. On here? it was. It was. It was It was like bad fan fiction. And now there's people doing art about it. Oh, it was so great. I loved it. No, 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 guys. This is great. If you want to read this shit, go read the steamy romance novels in the game. Okay. We don't need this as the first way to kick off our Shadowlands lore. This is stupid. I'm so worried about the book. If this woman wrote this, what's this whole book gonna be like? Okay. I'm a little frightened. That's all I'm saying. I thought there was gonna be some cool stuff going on. Some lore, figuring out what was happening. The pre patch. What's the Lich King? up to where, where are all the undead rather but no it was none of that it was just um, yeah fan fiction love um, there were some other interviews exploring World of Warcraft Shadowlands First Zone Bastion they talked about kind of how they wanted to make it look like heaven and all that and Odin was based off the Valkyr based off the Kyrians and they wanted to make the zone look beautiful, but also be interesting. And I mean, I, I don't know. I'm trying not to read too much of that and spoil too much of that because I haven't run around it yet in the alpha, John. Like I said, I've been avoiding those zones. I did go to Oribos last week, but I've been avoiding kind of running around the actual zones and things. Um, we did get announcement that there is a WoW eSports event happening, a classic eSports event. They tweeted, sure, would be cool if we had a cool event coming up. Definitely not going to mention anything about a cool event, not even this week. Oh, well. So that was um, going to be from Classic, which is interesting. And then finally, the big announcement is next Tuesday, Ian is going to talk about Shadowlands. And the rumor is we might hear about a beta release date or potentially a pre-patch release date. And the hope is maybe we might hear the release date of the expansion because we're kind of on track. Is that tomorrow or next Tuesday? Yeah, no, that's next Tuesday. Okay, yeah, that's next Tuesday. so if that that's gonna be fun, so we'll make sure we do Warcraft Outsiders next week after that announcement happens because we're gonna have something. We're gonna have some date, we're gonna have some more fun information. It might just be the beta launches here. I know a lot of people are really itching to get in, but um, yeah, honestly, guys, like unless you want to spoil everything, it's not just hold tight, I think, um,
1: yeah, I think that's the best advice, honestly
0: yeah a lot of people don't care about that crap though and i get that too i mean so somebody like me it's a little wasted on because i'm not doing everything i could be doing i'm just kind of testing out certain things and giving feedback where i can but i've already done that before where i have played through the whole expansion in an alpha and i kind of really ruined it and i don't want to do that again to myself so i think we're going to be doing shaman next week and um
1: how about a race what are we going to do
0: you're doing goblin again aren't you
1: I will never ever do goblin ever again you can
0: be a dwarf shaman right you've never seen the dwarf land why don't you do that I don't think so so I actually do have a couple of shaman I had a a max level 70 that I traded off my account uh, but I also have a uh, I think I have like a 50 and a 30 so I think they're horde but um, I'll play those and um, yeah shamans are cool because like I said they were just like the opposite of paladins because only horde could be shaman back in the day and now everybody can be a shaman, so they can be on both sides. The thing I wanted to work on for you, and I know you you got some heirloom gear, but it would be great yeah. if you could unlock an allied race, because then they start at 20, and then you could instantly just start jumping into the dungeon. So if you could maybe look into like the easiest allied race to unlock, okay, that might be something you could look into. So if you guys don't know that, there's just certain allied races that you get with reputation or by doing storylines and... They start at level 20. So, if you ever want to get like a quick taste for what a class is, yeah, you can do the class 120 trials. Um, and maybe that's something you could do too, John. But I've never like done
1: the 120 trial. What, what exactly is that? Maybe you
0: should do that. Maybe that should be your experience. Why don't you do a 120 oh. trial um, enhancement shaman and, and just jump in there?
1: <laughs> but what's the limit on it? Like, what, what does that mean, trial though? What, I think what you happens? can just run
0: around the city like you can't group up or anything.
1: Is that what it is? I'm pretty okay. sure.
0: Um, so you were telling me, um, so you know somebody who started playing WoW again and that you can play everything up to level 110 right now with just a subscription, right? which yeah, is something I think true. a lot of people don't know. So you can play classic. You can play everything up to 110. And then, so if you're thinking about getting into Warcraft and you do the the, the level 20 or whatever, and you want more, don't necessarily buy the game yet. Like, you, because even if you just subscribe, you can still get to 110, which I think a lot of people forget about, even including myself, that they changed that. They've gone through that a few different times. So getting to 110 for only 15 bucks is a lot of entertainment. And there's a lot of expansions there. right? And then and
1: you get classic too, which is, yes, whole thing in itself.
0: It's exactly. And then when Battle for Azeroth uh, goes away and uh, Shadowlands launches, you'll be able to play BFA for that subscription price, too. You'll be able to play everything but Shadowlands. So it's kind of like almost a bad time to buy Battle for Azeroth, really? Like, if you can just sub, and then you can get to 110, and then hopefully Shadowlands comes out, and then you buy Shadowlands, and that's it. Because if you buy BFA, you're going to have to buy Shadowlands, too. So you may want to think about just subbing right now, if you're a slow leveler. If you're someone who's going to rush through to 110, like, in a week, you're not going to wait until next November or whenever no. it is. But if you're it's a slow leveler... It's 50 right,
1: for BFA to add that. Yeah, so. I mean, it was on
0: sale for 25 Now it's up to 50 again, which I think is way too much, knowing that they're going to be giving it away, like, in a couple months. So... Honestly, if you're a slow leveler, if you think it might take you four or five months to get to 110, which I don't know how much you're playing because it's 100% XP boost right now, I wouldn't probably buy BFA. I would just sub. Um, but I don't know. I kind of feel it, like... Go ahead.
1: No, I was, was going to say, like the idea of having to pay for BFA right now just seems stupid. Like, it should just be part of the subscription, in my opinion. Don't you think?
0: Well, I mean, it will be when the new expansion comes out. So it's every expansion, but the latest one. So I feel like they have to hold true to that a little bit, but I do feel like the price is a bit high. $50 $50 seems a little bit high. I think $30. Like it has been down. Like So what I did is I've purchased a bunch of copies of them for like 25 bucks, and just for the character boost. So this is like a sneaky way to get a character boost for cheap. So if you go on eBay and you find a code or a copy of Battle for Azeroth, you can then attach that to your account because all that matters is your master account. So you can have like WoW 1, WoW 2, WoW 3. You attach those copies of Battle for Azeroth to a new uh, game in your own account and you'll have the boost across all your accounts. So you don't have to buy a $50 boost or $40 boost when you can really buy a $25 copy of Battle for Azeroth that comes with a boost and then use that boost to boost one of your characters. So I've done that maybe three or four times just for boosts, you know, throughout the times when I wanted to see different things and that's like a tip to get a boost on the cheap because I think boosts are another thing that I'm kind of... You know, it's fine for somebody like me, like I I boost a class, I get it, because I've played the game for 15 years, and I've played every class, but sometimes we have new people joining into the game, they just give them a boost, they can jump in with their friends, John, you know, more of that removing the barrier type stuff, and they don't know what's going on. Like, WoW used to be about learning your class and leveling, and now it's about, let me get that boost, and let me jump into Mythics, you know, and it's like, I don't know if that's good.
1: I'm I'm looking on eBay to see if if there's any copies on there.
0: Yeah, I, I purchased a bunch when it was on sale. Um, you could probably even look at code sites. I don't know.
1: Thirty five dollars. Yeah,
0: see thirty five against the fifty that it is on Blizzard sites. So you go on eBay. You know, usually you message the person; they'll give you the code. It actually comes with a free notepad. I have a lot of notepads lying around. You get a little battle for Azeroth <laughs> notepad in that box. It's just like it was an empty box with a notepad Ooh. and a code. That's what I got.
1: Yeah, someone's selling the box version for thirty two.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you want the box on your shelf or something like you like why would i do this well you get a cheap character boost you get a notepad you get a box um it's kind of a good way to do it
1: yeah there's a lot of them on here for 35 bucks so that's definitely definitely go on eBay
0: yeah for sure don't just buy the expensive character boost from blizzard if you can wait like or if you find a seller who'll just give you the code which a lot of them will they'll just email you the code then you can just get right in there with your bump if you know what you're doing. Don't just bump if you're new to the game. Really, I think part of the fun is leveling and figuring it all out. But that's it this week. I hope we did Mage's justice, John. Do you have anything closing from your book that you want to take us out with?
1: Um, sure. Uh,
3: are you like, ready
0: What does your, your book say about like Mage um, pros and cons, or what do they say about the different specs, or what? What is that book even good for at this point? <laughs> like,
1: is. Uh, Choosing your profession, abilities, arcane spells. Uh, The three types of magic available to this class are arcane, fire, and frost. Arcane spells offer many instant abilities, useful burst damage, and quite a bit of aggro generation. The arcane line is also the shortest in range, with some important spells being almost point-blank. Fire has the best range and uses bolts to pulverize enemies. Damage is high from fire magic, and the costs are often quite high as well. I feel
0: like no, Frost, that's true anymore. Frost
1: magic is uh, fairly efficient at lower levels, and it has many status effects to frustrate enemies. Snares and roots are available to mages mm, who rely heavily yes. on the frost line and back it up with talents.
0: Snares and roots, yes. And I like the sound effects at the frost mage did. You like that? That crushing ice sound? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of fun. That's probably one But of again,
1: the it. goblin thing ruined it all for me, though. Like it's yeah, just that's like true.
0: you've been tainted. <laughs> like. It really, tr- truly did, you know? All right, so you, why don't you roll... Oh, you already did an orc. <laughs> I was going to say, why don't you do an orc shaman? Because we're going to be talking about Thrall next week, of course. Uh, yeah. Make sure you choose your shaman class properly because shamans are something that I think you might enjoy because they're, they have like a melee spec, they have a casting spec, and they have a healing spec. So we'll have to see which one you choose. I see
1: on eBay there's a red Make Azeroth Great Again hat. Um, oh, be careful.
0: You might get hit with a rock if you wear that.
1: They've sold 42 of them at $15. <laughs> Stupid.
0: <laughs> Well, they did. You can go to Classic and you can play. (laughs) That's what you can do. So remember, guys, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to find us online, you can head to videogameoutsiders.com. You can find us at CoastalMichelle at BlackDog7. And you can find our Discord. And we did start that uh, Shadowlands Horde Guild on Tecandrias. If you wanted to ever get in there and get ready, you can join up on our Discord and ask for an invite. And the Discord you can find on videogameoutsiders.com.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Later and bye I will not
3: institute quarantine without proof of your claims, Ambassador. The people of Lordaeron have suffered enough without becoming prisoners in their own lands. Yet prisoners they are, good king. What is the meaning of this? Who are you? Humanity is in peril. The tides of darkness have come again. And the whole world is poised upon the brink of war. Enough of this. Guards, remove this madman. Hear me. The only hope for your people is to travel west, to the forgotten lands of Kalendorf. Old Ambassador I don't know who you are or what you believe But this is not the time for rambling prophets. Our lands are beset by conflict But it shall be we who decide how best to protect our people Not you Now, be gone I failed humanity once before And I will not do so again If you cannot take up this cup, then I shall find another who will. The warning has been given. Their fate is now their own. Show yourself. My apprentice returns. It is good to see you again, Khadgar. Medivh? How? My spirit is bound to this tower. Yes, of
2: course. Medivh, there is so much I need. You look terrible, old friend. Why have you come here? The Burning Legion invades again. I come seeking the knowledge you kept here. Anything that can help me stand against them. Defeating the Legion
3: this time will take more than some... spell, I'm afraid. You came seeking knowledge. What you
2: need... is a weapon. I don't understand. You defeated me when I was consumed by fell madness. But you never took the next step toward your destiny. It is time Azeroth had a guardian once again. A guardian? After your failings, it was decided that none could resist the temptation of such power. We don't need a
3: guardian, Medith. Then I ask again, why are you here? If not a guardian, if not you, then who can stop the approaching storm? If you cannot embrace your fate, then all you have accomplished All you have sacrificed will have been for nothing.
2: Even if I said yes, none now remain to bestow the powers of a guardian upon me.
3: I remain. I knew this day would come. Before my death, I imbued this tome with an echo of my essence. Open it. Absorb its energies as your own. No, I cannot. I should not. The fate of Azeroth rests in your hands, Khadgar. Accept your desires. Show the Legion the true might of a Guardian. Be honest. With yourself, if not with me. You know you are destined for this. Oh, it is true.
2: I have thought about becoming the guardian every day. Even now, I desire it. I've yearned for the Legion to cringe before the fury I would unleash. And that is why I can never accept your offer. A Legion's Pawn. And this tower will not be its death! I came to Karazan seeking knowledge.
3: What I found
2: was a reminder... ...that no single person... ...not even a Guardian... ...can stand against the Legion alone. As before, we must band together. United for Azeroth.